0: Excuse me, what is going on here? But first we're going to make a little detour. So absurd, so questionable. Yeah, I guess we're just the weirdos.
1: Expect the detour. Here
2: we go. This is a good way to start. It's a good... If Jandro thought we were too dark, buckle up, Jandro. If you were to commit suicide, like how would you do it? How would you go about it? Because I was actually thinking about this the other day.
0: Should we stop recording for this? If you're talking about you were thinking about committing suicide yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> this is Zach sitting at home alone with a fifth of Jack Daniels. <laughs>
2: Editing the pod. <laughs> Wondering why life is just as tough as it is. Oh, the the sky's a little grayer and lights don't shine as bright. But let's uh, let's talk about that. Maybe y'all can relate to me a little bit. I don't know that I have a have a relation to that. Uh, I haven't thought about committing suicide. Look at this guy with his wow. stiff mental health. <laughs> that guy's got his mental health in check. Cool. <laughs> this guy's got a good life. He's never thought about ending it. Well, just you know, just pretend, pretend that you're. Life sucks a little bit more. I think it would be fun to go go out by running in
0: front of one of those uh, steamrollers. That would be cool. That'd be pretty painful. I think
2: if you can commit suicide, ruin somebody else's life with it. Like, yeah. give make them, them an, make him an accomplice. <laughs> yeah, because technically it's
0: manslaughter. Yeah, yeah I mean yeah. they they would they have to did kill you. Yeah, you know they'd have to go to court. I'm they sure. would have to go to some sort of court. Yeah. I mean, whether yeah. they get
2: convicted is a whole other thing. But my you-
0: sad family just yeah. sitting there staring them down like. <laughs> He did it. And those things
2: move slow. Those steamrollers
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, move it. slow. That's so, why that one would be a painful one because it started at your <laughs> legs and then it would be like, all right, another 10 seconds. Yeah, it's, to it's the- not
2: only painful, but if the guy doesn't steer clear of you, it's kind of his fault. <laughs> Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. He like, has he has the opportunity to make a change. Like he could, at a minimum, like you
0: know, ruin my legs. Yeah. I could be flat from the waist <laughs> down. But he. But if he makes the turn quick enough, my top half is safe.
2: Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. I, I. feel like at that point, probably manslaughter charges should be brought because he could hit the brake. I assume those things have brakes, right? Like they're right. a machine. Yeah. What if he swerves into you? <laughs>
1: is it it murder at that point yeah (laughs) I
0: think so then I'll have to look at and be like do I know you from somewhere (laughs) did we have beef
2: (laughs) is that you Perry (laughs) why are you driving the steamroller at me It makes me laugh thinking about an angry person in a steamroller because they do move so slow. So it's just like them like angry faced truck going at <laughs> you, but they're only moving like five miles an hour.
0: Constantly trying to press there's the pedal so a little bit harder. There's so much thought happening in that t- long there's time a lot period. Of, there's a lot like, of thinking. They,
2: they could definitely change their viewpoint on whether they want to kill me or not. Or just find a new way to kill you. Mm-hmm. Like it'd be faster and more efficient just get out and stab you. Yeah. But I mean, is that even... I mean. At what point do you do that? And you just make them sign a paper and go. This is an assisted suicide. I mean, I know we're not a legal podcast, but I feel like somehow there le- something should be legal if you were like this person's helping me uh, turn to flat Stanley. I mean, maybe a maybe a handshake. I don't. There there shouldn't
0: <laughs> a be, firm handshake. There shouldn't be a paper trail. Okay, but I think a handshake would would do the trick. Yeah,
2: in front of a witness, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you get to be your witness? You just need It'll a be notary. A, you just need truthful. some old lady that had, for some re- reason got her notary certification. You're like, stand here. Stand here while I go do this. And she just is... Women do just randomly get They just get their notary license. Like, what did you need for that? And I think it's for these situations that somebody Mm -hmm. needs an assisted suicide suicide, by... uh, Steamrollers? Steamrollers? Is that the the actual term or... Is it not like asphalt flattener or something like that? Because that's what they're doing. I think steamrollers, right? I think steamrollers. For what position would you go out in? Like when that thing finally gets over you after about three minutes. <laughs> Missionary. <Yeah.
1: laughs> Thank God.
2: A real man. <laughs> I, I think that's a good way to go out. That'd be a painful way to go out. But I mean, it's your suicide. So who am I to... Who am I to... You've been judged enough and it's driven you to that yeah, point. So yeah.
1: He's going out, like he help, <laughs> <laughs> going out just like he lived his life. I don't need your help, Going out just like he lived his life. Letting it happen.
2: <laughs> just being passive. Yeah. <laughs> and not moving literally just laying there rolling over
1: it. and dying <laughs> <laughs> stagnant evan how are you committing suicide um speaking of laying there uh, okay i think i'm just gonna lay there <laughs> i'm just gonna try to stay in one spot until i die <laughs> just no food no food you just starve yourself mm-hmm. yeah it's either poor health or i just die are you gonna be doing
2: anything you're just gonna be looking at the ceiling nah just staring just staring. that's the saddest way mm-hmm. i think that's i think yeah. that's kind of dark. Just, that's sad just looking out into the abyss. Yeah. You know? Are you thinking of anything? Nah. <laughs>
0: not
2: a thought behind those eyes.
0: So just, are you, you're, you're doing this at your house? Like your wife is doing things around the house? Yeah. Cooking dinner? I'm just on you're the couch. Eating.
2: She's just, like, yeah. Evan, what are you doing? She's
1: dying. <laughs> going out, honey. <laughs> Wasting space. I don't know. Trying not to think about it. <laughs> I'm just, it's just... In my head is just a blank white canvas like in the Scooby-Doo movie. Yeah, it a goofy is elevator movie. music. Sorry, goofy But movie. not even
2: good elevator music. Like, yeah. ele- like the elevator music is generally jazz, but it's played by a amateur jazz player. Yeah. So it's just the keys and horn sounds are off. All- yeah. And they're like clicking the wrong buttons no, and everything. If that's in your head, no wonder you want to go out. I would <laughs> I think, think you I would want to go out too. I, yeah. Yeah. I think
1: yeah. you would want to go out quicker than just a passive. Uh... That's not all bad. I think if you. There's were... some songs he kind of knows. He's okay. played a lot. <laughs> Mary had a little M.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not not bad. Bad.
1: <laughs> I think if that were
2: the case for you, I would feel bad for you. I would just. The steamroller that just got over him. Literally, I would just pay him to take a hard left and just roll right through your the front door of your
1: house. Double murder. Kinda, yeah, just kinda hit you. I don't ruin my house. <laughs> yeah, you know, got things to live for. That's a house. Well, not live for, but Yeah,
2: you're not living. And also
0: if you if know. you go your way, if you change your mind at all, you can you can course correct. You can just start getting <laughs> yeah. up and eating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can just start some. living I your just, life.
2: Listen, I feel like if you're committing suicide, it needs to be final. Your action of suicide, should not, you should not be able to get out of
1: it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but then I could garner sympathy and be like, oh, I attempted suicide. That's what you're doing. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've there for, I don't know, three hours. <laughs> three hours. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what if you get so bored? You're like, "This is kind of suicide's boring. <laughs> <laughs> like, get up and start playing video
1: games? <laughs> <laughs> and then I just go about my day, and then when, you know, the next person when I see, I
2: attempted
0: suicide. your wife leaves the house, do you play video games? And then when she comes in, you just throw it across the <laughs> yeah. room like you hadn't been doing <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs>
2: Just laying on the couch. She's like, You seem slightly happier. Like there's a little there's a little <laughs> smirk on your face. I'm like, nope, nope uh-uh, no, I'm depressed. Still
1: hating myself. Attempting <laughs> that suicide. <laughs> right now. Life is ending as we speak. <laughs> I remember what I was gonna tell you. I what? thought of a new way to um get a free day off of work. Suicide. Well that's more than one day. This is probably like a one day thing. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> yeah. One day cap. <laughs> okay, what's the what's the way? In Pride Month, just tell your boss that you're gay. <laughs> and then you'll probably get a day off, right? <laughs> but...
2: Oh, God. This, this is all just an assumption. The...
1: <laughs> the only issue is, if he knows you're married, then it's like... Well, that, at that know, point, right? you just gotta give him a
2: wink. You know, like, yeah, you know, I'm gay. You know, wink, wink.
1: No, he'll think you're hitting on him. No,
0: yeah, I mean... But that he, only just plays
1: into...
2: Yeah, you anything, being the the you maybe, support your
1: claim. But then maybe he is, like, thinking you're harassing him, you know? But he also might want you out of the office, so he might give you that day. Yeah. But he'll probably may give you more days than that, too, so it's like... Because know, he fired you. Yeah, because you're harassing harassment. him. <laughs> <laughs> HR doesn't do... HR doesn't look well on that. But, yeah, so the long con would be you have to, you know... Kind of play in that you left your wife and kids, and yeah, uh, you're now with a man, and that way every year you get a day off and <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> during Pride. Month. Hey,
2: listen, if you hate your job so much that you're willing to implode your family <laughs> for the sake <laughs> of one extra day off during June, what is Pride? I don't know. June or July, I think. Yeah. I um, to get one extra day off a year, then you probably just need to quit your
0: job. <laughs> Evan, what would you suggest our listeners do in the month of February?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tell us now. <laughs> go to your nearest costume supply oh, store. No. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I mean, there you go.
2: I mean, listen, I for the listeners don't commit suicide i think that's important whether or not you tell your bosses boss you're gay in an effort to get a day off that's up to y'all mm-hmm. legally <laughs> legally we should not be held responsible whether you no, do that or not, not yeah, We're not a legal podcast you were not a legal podcast that's not my don't, problem don't commit suicide tell your boss you're gay to get an extra day off up to you that's
0: i think that's how we that's how, that's how we sum that up <laughs> wild yeah. that, that was not the hypothetical section
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, let's jump into the hypothetical situation. Okay. Welcome to Questionable Detour, the most undark podcast you've ever met. We're it's coming so to light. the light. We we are we are we, doing this wait. podcast with the lights on. We are three white people. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't weigh very much. We. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're on the light side. We're on the light side. <laughs> we're big daytime folk. Big daytime yeah. folk, yeah. We, and that just pr- goes to prove that we're not a dark podcast. But welcome to Question Please, Thor, Let's actually get into a hypothetical. Dave, can I pose
0: a somewhat abstract, purely hypothetical question?
1: I guess I, I want to apologize for asking a hypothetical question. Well, that's a hypothetical question.
2: So, for our first hypothetical, we, we would like to announce that we love kids. Mm. Not too much. We don't. A normal <laughs> amount. <laughs> nor we love kids a normal amount that three adult males should like kids so and I hy- think
0: we're all uh, we're all qualified babysitters
2: we're all qualified and that's exactly where I'm going Alan so let's just say hypothetically somebody asked you to babysit their child and as somebody that loves kids but not too much, how would you be the best babysitter for those people? I think what's important with
1: any child and you're and you're an expert you're, I, you're able to I talk am. about this I okay am. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I specialize in kids. Um I'm around them a lot. Just, but not too much. Not not too much. <laughs> Just like a normal <laughs> amount. Is they need to feel a sense of individuality? Sure, absolutely. Um It's good to make your to, kids independent. Yeah, exactly. Get them ready for need life. To be independent and they need to be able to survive on their own. So, what I think is important when you're babysitting is To give them that alone time and just kind of like lock them in a room. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just make sure, because you don't want them to hurt themselves. You don't want them to get out of the room. So make sure you lock the door, keep them in there. And uh, just kind of watch some TV, take some time to yourself. I try to take time for myself when I'm babysitting. And just kind of get away from the kid, lock him in a room. That's your free time, essentially. Exactly, exactly. Do some loud electric guitar playing, maybe some (laughs) woodworking, just loud machinery. Yeah. Really whatever I can do to to get some time to myself.
2: Now, I I agree with you. I think you should... Teach your kids to be independent. Um, when you lock these children in a room for the sake of independence, for the sake or, of independence. Do you also put wild animal in there so they learn to hunt and kill so they can get food? Like,
1: because you want them to eat. Obviously, mm-hmm. you're a you're a responsible babysitter. Well, of course. And I want them to acquire new tastes. You know, I don't yeah, want absolutely. it to just be bananas, apples, chicken, beef, whatever. I'll put a, a snake in there. Yeah. So that they have to kill it eat it. Venomous. Obviously. Well, I want it to be a challenge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't want them It just be a cakewalk, because then they they don't really learn a lesson. Right, 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 right. So I want it to be, you know, a venomous... I'm thinking a a, a rattlesnake or... um, Eastern Diamondback. If you can get your hands on a cobra. Cobra's are a little hard to get. They they are. They're not from around here. In Southeast America. Historically,
0: babies like rattles, so I think a rattlesnake might give them kind of a fun, like a little treat.
1: Yeah. Exactly. exactly. When they dismember it, and then they just (laughs) have something to play with after. So... I do think usually I get a, an Eastern Diamondback rattlesnake and I'll put that in there with them just to right. uh, give them something to, to do. Yeah, I think that's great in your babysitting experiences. Do you often
2: experience a situation in which where you put a group of children in the in the in uh, the room that maybe at the end of your babysitting experience, they've created some kind of cult that a leader has emerged and there's a cult of infants
1: in the in the room? Yeah, it's happened before and I try to lead it like a Lord of the Flies situation. Yeah, absolutely. I want to see who's going to come out on top and who's going to push the limit of yeah. what it means to be a human. Yeah. Because <laughs> that is really where we find ourselves yeah, and our personalities yeah. is when we're at the end of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and when we've been pushed to our absolute limit, that's when our true side comes out. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to I be able to find that for children.
2: There's mm-hmm. nothing like being pushed to the limit when you're when you are initially building the foundation of who you're gonna be exactly. as an
1: infant <laughs> let that define you for the rest of your life
2: you're gonna create to a
1: well-rounded me. kid that is not gonna end up in prison one day exactly <laughs> And that's that's what I'm
0: here for what kind of what kind of personalities do you hope they come out of this with that they keep until well into adulthood?
2: I, I imagine it's a personality where they put a blood uh, handprint on their
1: face you know yeah that kind I, of personality I think aggression is important as a personality trait Lack of empathy lack you know? of, yeah lack of uh... a
2: need to survive no matter what. So what does it look like when you initially enter the room after, a say, a three-hour period? I don't know how long you babysit for. Do you want to see, like, the leader of the infants maybe wearing a, uh, like, a a boar head on top of his head and maybe wrapped the uh, the snake skin that he killed around his neck and he's he has the rattle, the snake rattle on like a scepter. Like, is that kind of what you want to see when you enter back into the room? That'd be nice.
1: Yeah. That, I like that. And I like tribunal torches, sticks yeah. in the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah just maybe a, a small altar yeah. that they've created to you know give up gifts and offerings. Do you hope they're worshiping you?
2: Do you slowly like maybe give them a little bit of food every once in a while and they just assume that you're some sort of deity? I mean, you did create this environment. You for did them. create this environment. You
1: gave them I've the done a lot of work for them. Yeah. This is a lot of work on my plate that I've given to them. And I expect a little bit of return back. A little bit of praise and worship goes a long way for me. And sure. in, what in, in, in my babysitting? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not getting paid. I'm getting paid, sure, but <laughs> monetarily. Monetarily, but yeah. I also want to be paid spiritually. <laughs> you know, is that too much to ask? It's not. It's not. I think
2: everybody secretly wants to be the deity of a cult. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. A, a, a cult of small children, <laughs> yeah. <at that>. incredibly <laughs> modest, really, yeah. Yeah. really, but not too small and not too many. You know? Yeah, yeah. Not...
2: Um, when you finally let the children out, is do you find that they immediately go and find the uh, family dog and cat and kill them? Like there's a lot of aggression pent up from from the atmosphere that
1: you created. No, they they usually uh, stray away from those just because I have found some food for them at that point. I'll give them some scraps of my dinner, and that way they're, they're docile. Yeah, they're like a, a, yeah, they're, uh, like a, a crocodile. I won't attack you if it's not hungry. You know? They're capable. You don't want them hungry. <laughs> you, and you don't want them mad.
0: Yeah. Are you able to turn your back on them at all?
1: Not without a mirror in your okay. hand. <laughs> okay. Good, 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 good. Yep. And you video them. You always got to keep an eye on the phone when you're videoing them to make sure you know you see them in the, in the reflection. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Parents come back. I assume you didn't tell the parents this was the path you were taking for their children they get back and their kid is has a blood handprint on their face and maybe a, a, a loincloth and pig head on their head like what's
1: their normal reaction to you to you leading their children that way of course i tell them this was all just a part of a stage play we were doing rehearsing and kind of getting them warmed up to the <laughs> theatrical arts okay. so then later they're like little timothy is acting weird
2: as he cuts the throat of a rat <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> see I Strange Jim yeah, yeah As he does like a fire dancer In the middle of the living room Where'd he learn How to make wood carving Yeah <laughs> Does that look
1: Does that wood carving Look like his babysitter
2: That he's bowing <laughs> down to now
1: Yeah I don't get called back a lot <laughs> I'm a one time babysitter
2: kind Yeah of yeah yeah That's good I think that's really I think The world doesn't have enough Independent people have it too easy. Kids have it too easy. Yeah. <laughs> Not a phone in
0: sight. <laughs> enjoy <People laughs> enjoying. It's themselves. amazing
2: what happens when you take a kid's phone away. <laughs> exactly. All right, Alan. What uh, you've been asked to babysit.
0: Yeah. Um. So I get asked to babysit. Uh. My goal is to train these children in Olympic sports. Okay, so uh, diving and swim specifically. Okay, so what we do is most of the time people don't have pools, so we kind of have to make one. So I get the kids out there, just digging, just have just have <laughs> just have them start start digging. They don't use any tools; they use their hands. Their hands, yeah, hands and build character, Build character like that. They don't get very far because they are small kids. <laughs> <laughs> so diving sort of is out of the. I'm I'm realizing it's out of the equation now. So now they make little troughs in the ground, essentially, yeah. and fill it up with water, and they just learn to swim right there. So they're just
2: pedaling around <laughs> in the mud. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> they've made a mud gutter. <laughs> <laughs> and you just have them kind of like kicking and mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, backstroking into mm-hmm. the puddle. Yes. They have to go Olympic distances, so it's got to be a long <laughs> trench. <laughs> <laughs> um, that or it's just a lot of turning back yeah. and forth. There's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I imagine while this is happening you've got like your sun hat and then like a Tommy Bahama shirt mm-hmm. and you're sitting in a, like a lawn chair sipping on a lemonade mm-hmm. while with a this whistle in the, your mouth. Yeah, like a
0: super <laughs> disappointed like yeah. when they when they stop for a break I blow that whistle and yeah. like, get, back to, <laughs> get back to back to, the to the your mud. trench.
2: <laughs> like a World War 1 sergeant. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you judge their parents openly when you walk into the backyard and they don't have a pool for you.
0: When I walk in there and I see that they don't have a pool, I see that as a clean slate. Okay.
2: I say... Positive
0: thinker. These children, they've never met the water. They've heard of it. They may have even bathed in it, but they don't know the they don't water. They know H2O. I'm going to learn them, especially when I walk out there and I see that there are no trenches in their yard. Yeah. I know one thing for sure. They are not reenacting World War I. <laughs> I know that this family they don't care about it. Yeah. yeah they think absolutely. they they think we went straight to World War Two. Yeah. So I know that I can get those kids out there just digging, just making them trenches. And it builds character and it also gives them a good skill. They if if they don't want to become an Olympic backstroke swimmer, they can be a dig ditcher. They can be uh, one yeah, or a the dig, dig ditcher. A dig <laughs> a ditch digger. A ditch digger. <laughs> they can also <laughs> dig be ditch. a
1: a dig ditcher A dig ditcher They 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 can do both. Whatever yeah. they just that is. Run away from anything that's digging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dig, dig. They can't dig stay near them. <laughs>
2: I think psychologically they will become they, a dick yeah, ditcher because yeah. anytime they'll be, somebody they'll be afraid digging.
0: of digging. Uh, some some come out that way, you know. Most learn to
2: learn to love the dig,
0: <laughs> but some I'm sure will will be afraid of it. Um, what's could,
2: the parents' reactions as they come home and they see that the yard has been dug up mm-hmm. and does look like a World War One no man's land situation?
0: Initially, not great. Yeah, um, of I do sit them down. There's a lot of talking through them. Uh, I tell them, guys, uh, your children. are... In training, um, that means I also live with you now. Um, you've got a you've got a
2: live-in swim coach. Do you turn their heads and go before you say anything else? Look over there, and it's the kids Olympic speed swimming through these <laughs> trenches. They
1: lined with barbed wire.
2: Look, <laughs> <laughs> they look like a muddy train just zipping through just. these trenches. And they're like, are the anti tank barricades necessary? <laughs> You have a few Prussians <laughs> shooting over their heads. And I say, Mom, Dad, you've obviously
0: never been overseas. Let me sit you down. Did you know that all of Europe looks
2: like this? <laughs> and you give them cue card, and you're like, please yell this while they're doing this. It's German words. <laughs> you ever heard of Archduke
0: Franz Ferdinand?
2: <laughs> this is how this got started. <laughs>
0: he died so your
1: son or daughter can swim. <laughs> in a muddy hole... (laughs) And I, I guess this is where the the famous saying comes from. You lead a kid to water, but you can also teach him how to Olympic swim in a World War One trench. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. The, classic saying. the classic saying. It rolls yeah. right off the tongue. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's yeah. written on the Washington Memorial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the monument. You know, <laughs> somewhere There's a famous Abraham Lincoln he, quote, which he was said written on the Washington Monument. I don't know. I he don't know. knew. <laughs> yeah. He knew about World War One. <laughs> He had a lot of foresight, that yeah. guy. Uh, wow. Speaking of, what stroke do you do with the
0: kids? Uh, backstroke.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just gonna go ahead and go ahead and give you an answer to that real quick. So we can move right we'll along.
2: Move <laughs> it's not linger. So, at the end of your babysitting session, do do you pass out medals to the kids? Like to whoever won or like how does that work well there's really no end until
0: death, death. until the death. germans and are <laughs> defeated obviously there's no end until death and what i do i do hand out a series of medals uh, but there's never a gold medal and that's because i don't want them to ever feel like they've done enough yeah all right and i want all of the other siblings to think that the other
2: one got the gold medal that's great
0: yeah okay because you don't doubt
2: their eyes because you want them to be more like moles <laughs> yeah
0: they're already halfway <laughs> in the ground you know <laughs> Those trenches. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Getting it kind of deep. <laughs> I want I them want to feel at home there. <laughs> That's good. I think so far what we've got is somebody that wants to instill independence. Mm-hmm. Somebody that wants to instill work ethic. Mm-hmm. Uh, a love for World War I. Yeah. <laughs> and what I want to instill in the kids I babysit is business prowess. You know, it's, we live in a capitalistic society. They should understand how to navigate that. Here's what I do. I create a sweatshop with the children I babysit. And you might be asking, what are they What are they putting together? It's not iPads. It's not iPhones. No, no. I literally want their sweat. I have uh, a stationary bikes and under the stationary bikes is just a tub to collect kids' sweat. And what I do is they filter in and out of the house and have a lemonade stand, a classic kids' lemonade stand on the road and we make that lemonade out of the sweat. And what that teaches them is that you need to create inventory so you they can sell a product. Oh, inventory management. I inventory like management. Like and it instills the understanding of how business works. Supply and demand. And the uh, parents
1: are okay with this?
2: The parents don't know. Just like you Y'all would act like the parents were okay with your two. Mine'd
1: be fine. I don't know.
0: They seemed fine with it once <laughs> once I moved in. But Should sure. I explain a couple things to them? Listen,
2: when the parents are okay with it because when they finally get back, their little kids are like fat cartoon billionaires mm-hmm. with like a three-piece suit and just mm. dollar bills hanging out all their pockets. But are they <laughs> fat because of all the sweating they've been doing? All the working out? I feed them about 17 thousand calories a day Jeez. okay them on a stationary bike and other kids just feeding them an assortment of high wow. calorie foods wow. so they are just eating and sweating because i mean as you get fatter you sweat more so that's also something that produces a higher inventory for a product but the parents love the fact that their kids are dollar airs. <laughs> we don't sell the lemonade sure very much sure 10 cents a cup <laughs> you know? so with somebody if you're- it's made out of kids sweat by the way like <laughs> nobody- <laughs> Nobody's paying for that. <laughs> do people know that it's made out of kids? <laughs> yeah, we advertise it. We're, uh, we're, okay, yeah, okay. That's yeah, or- But here's what we do. We phrase it correctly, where we say it's like organic, non-GMO, kids' wet oh. lemonade. You know, so the health
1: nuts go for it. We say it's vegan. I know a couple other nuts that are probably going to come for that, too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so if too many guys with mustaches show up yeah. in, that, in that lemonade line, we shut it down quick. Yeah. So this is a business you got going on. Yeah, yeah, it is. you have an LLC? For some reason, lawyers don't want to take the legal side of this. Mm, that's, I, I it's find that finding, so odd. It's hard finding a lawyer that wants to draft a legal document mm, that involves yeah. this. Hmm. I can imagine that. For some reason, they say that it's illegal in the country to make kids work and what shops are illegal here and, you know, all that nonsense. All that lawyer talk. All the lawyer talk. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> Infringing on my freedoms. Yeah. Our
0: grandparents would have never said sweating was illegal. That's that, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that America was founded on sweat. Found child on, sweat. Child sweat. <laughs> child sweat. <laughs> Mainly because they didn't live much longer past childhood. Yeah, war. it was
2: just
1: it was just the numbers were higher. And everyone else was at war, so the yeah. children had yeah. to work. The yeah. children, the children or they didn't have a workforce. So. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And what a great thing to teach the kids that mm-hmm. true work is built on sweat. Exactly. And success is only when you're rich and fat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of my babysitting tenure, they are able to go out and buy a pack of gum from the multiple dollars that they made. So
1: they're just hanging individual dollars yeah, out of their pockets? it's kind of like strippers. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, I don't compare them
1: to strippers. Okay. I, I have to be careful. That's <laughs> probably for the best. Yeah. yeah.
2: The, I want to strip them of their freedom, but I also want to strip them of their uh, strip them of their freedom and hydration. Mm. The longer you search for that word, the worse I was yeah, feeling about you were, what you, you were going to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but again, that instills business prowess. It instills a uh, work ethic. Why? Why don't more people ask me to babysit their kids? That's what I want to know.
0: Is there a spinoff business idea you might have? Like, let's say sweat lemonade just just takes off. Yeah. What's your next business idea for these uh, kids? Use sweaty
2: socks. Okay.
0: That so you're going to stick with the sweat thing.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I've we've nailed that down. I guess. <laughs> But you know how people just want to put on wet socks. Well, imagine if the wet is
1: from sweat. You got a certain crowd to (laughs) certain crowd you're pandering towards. Yeah, that crowd that you kind of shut the lemonade stand down for. Yeah, seems on who you're pandering for. Their money's still green.
0: See, Zach wants to make sure that they don't come to the first business, but by doing that, he's
2: creating a need. Yeah. So he's making another business God, for the weirdos. We, why are we not a business podcast? It's a supply Smart. and demand. Oh man, let's get off of this. Let's <laughs> let's jump into our new next segment. God, <laughs> We're I about anything be- else. <laughs> I hope it's better than the last thirty minutes. <laughs> But there you go. Take what we do in our babysitting tactics, instill things into children that they can use for the rest of their lives. But for our next segment, we're going to do a draft. And we've done this before, it's a relatively new draft. Um, But we're going to do something a little bit differently. Right now in the studio, it's just me and Evan. And let me tell you, me and Evan have never been in a room by ourselves, and it's awkward.
1: (laughs) A lot of knee touching. I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. Starting to sweat. Stay over there. You just stay (laughs)
2: over there with your hands. But the reason it's just me and Evan in the studio right now is because Alan has left because we're doing a new spin on the draft. The spin on the draft is two people are going to know the subject of the draft, and one person is not going to know the subject, but everybody's going to have to draft the same. So today, Evan and I are the ones that get to know the subject. Alan is outside of the room. He doesn't get to know the subject of the draft. He's still going to have to draft, obviously. Based so, on of our answers. Yeah. But the subject of the draft is going to be three things that you would throw at somebody to hurt them. The top three things. So we're going to call Alan back in here, and we're going to go ahead and draft.
0: Welcome back to the draft. Good young players, with the draft's all about. Here and in and here out. Welcome back to the draft. I never say
2: anything like this. All right, welcome back, Alan. Me and me and Evan got some business done in here. Yeah, we're cooking We We up. were closer yeah. than we were before you left. Well, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy for you guys' closeness, too. That's uh, <laughs> Our
1: individual good. knees have been touched a lot.
2: That's great. <laughs> All right, so we explained to everybody what we're doing. So you don't know what we're drafting, yet you're going to have to draft. Me and Evan are going to be the only ones that know what the draft is this time around. All right, let's put 10 on the clock. So, Evan, the mystery draft pick number one. What are you going with for your number one pick? There's
1: a lot to choose from here. There is a lot to choose from. It's going to be hard for Alan. For my organization, at least. Yeah. yeah, The need that we need filled could be best filled by a small rotund cactus. A a cactus, you said. A small rotund cactus. That's excellent. That's a good one. It'd be hard to handle, Mm -hmm. but I think for what its purpose is, I think it would be the best. Yeah, it's got a nice impact. It's got... (laughs) And I think it it can go a long way. Yeah. Especially... depending on you, though. It it depends on you. It depends on you. But I do think it it could go a long way. And it's kind of like an onion in the way that it has layers of of the impact. It's versatile. Yeah.
2: It's versatile. I like that. For my number one pick, I'm going to go with a rock with a string tied around it for a swinging effect. So that's going to create a lot of velocity. And I think it's going to be kind of scary if you see somebody with a rock with a string tied to it. You don't know what they're doing. And I don't think Alan knows what we're doing. but certainly don't. (laughs) But that's going to be fun because that's my pick. So, Alan, what's, what's your first pick in the mystery draft? So Evan's got a small rotund cactus. Yes. And
0: you have a rock on a string? Yes, pretty much. Yep, that's it. Okay, so I'm gonna go with a kettlebell. Okay,
1: <laughs> <laughs> a
2: kettlebell's good.
1: It's a good pick. I,
2: I like a kettlebell. I think it's a
0: safe pick. It's kind of, kind of can be the same size as what you guys are dealing with here. Yeah. Also, you, you know, like Evan's cactus, you don't want it to be thrown at you and have to catch it. You know,
2: sure. Ideally, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: All right, Evan, have a number two. What's your number two pick? I think it would be it would be silly of me not to pick something that's easily at my disposal. Sure. For my second pick, because you know, I, I, I see it put in work day in and day out. Yeah. So that's why I'm going to go with the miniature statue of Ron, Ronald Aaron Burgundy. For people that don't
2: know, Evan has a Ron Burgundy bust mm-hmm. in here. And I, I mean a head, but I think that's a great, I think it's topical <laughs> People understand what it is. Yep. And what, I mean, for the subject, it's a great thing. It's a a great thing thing to have. Mm -hmm. Uh, My pick is going to be the household cat. I feel when it's living and it has a name, and again, it's relatable. Everybody loves a cat, you know? So why wouldn't you want to use a cat? They always land on their feet. They always land on their feet (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, Alan. Second pick. What are you going with?
0: This is tough. Evan's given me another inanimate object that looks like a human. Yes. And Zach has given a living object, the household cat. Oh, so you see that? I'm telling you, yeah, you're mixing you up a little this bit. Is, it's, it's this is gonna be a little I, I'm, more difficult. Honestly, this
2: this is pretty tricky.
0: Yeah. I think I'm gonna do the best of both worlds. Uh, okay. Oh, both were household objects. Both um, technically, yeah. I guess. Technically, yes. Best of both worlds. Uh, I'm drafting my wife. You're, <laughs> Uh, That's great. My I, wife is alive and she is
2: a person in the house. That that is <laughs> that is true. Those that I think that could do well. I think you would have you it'd be confusing for a lot of people, okay, I think if you yeah, chose okay. your wife for this. It would be cute. So I think yeah. you get to choose what happens to your wife.
0: Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sort of, sort of regretting this decision a little bit. Um, (laughs) Well, wordplay there didn't, didn't uh, do me much good.
2: (laughs) All right. So for Alan's second pick, he chooses
1: his wife. All right, Evan, your third and final pick. I think. For my third pick, it's a little bit of a sleeper because people don't think about it in this form a lot of the times. But yeah. I'm going to go with a pistol. You're just going to use the pistol
2: maybe for not what it's intended for, but... But also what it's intended
1: for. In, but also what it's intended for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: I think that's good. I, I think it's scary. Mm-hmm. I think it will confuse people. It's an eye getter for sure. It's an eye getter. So definitely. this is a,
0: this is a pistol that you're not shooting.
1: Yeah, with any firing mechanisms removed,
2: just a full pistol. Just a it's pistol. Just a pistol. Just a, okay, just, okay. it's just a pistol.
1: run in forty five. You know.
2: That's interesting because I'm picking something probably a little more obscure for the subject. I'm going to choose my car. And I feel like this is great. It'll make an impact. And I think that it's dramatic. And I, I think that's what I'm going to go with here. I don't
1: hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's uh, a lot of work to be done.
2: I Now I get it. that. I get the, the pick, this, th- that this pick, pick might, to
1: be useful, but
2: I think the pick might be confusing, but I, I think I'm going with the verb in which we're talking about in a more of a metaphorical sense. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Or a figurative sense. Sure, sure. going with the verb that we're talking about in a more figurative sense. I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? So just a different definition of the verb in our draft. Really redefining the draft. I'm redefining it. I'm mixing it up. But it's my pick, and I I have to stick with it. All right, Alan. So Evan and I chose a a loaded working gun. I chose a not loaded not working loaded. gun, the oh. opposite. Yeah. Oh wait, <laughs> an unloaded, <laughs> which I don't gun. understand why that
0: makes a difference.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so Evan chose an unloaded working non-working gun, and I chose my vehicle.
1: What's your third and final pick? Last mm. pick of the draft. Some may say this is a steal.
0: Yeah. Honestly, I think you guys have done an excellent job of the exercise. I have no idea. That's excellent. That's good. What the what the topic is? Yeah. 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 Um, so I'm just gonna go. Again with just something around the house. Zach gave a car. Evan gave a Evan gave a pistol. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, your everyday Weber grill.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good one, actually. That's a good one, actually. I,
2: I think that, I think that would be great. Do you mean the small round one? I mean, yeah, the, yeah, the, the small the, round, the small
0: round Weber grill. um Like your car, it has wheels. Uh, it does have it wheels. Can, yeah. It can be
2: moved, um, like a like a gun that's broken and doesn't shoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Made of metal. <laughs> it's made of metal. <laughs> think this. What? Difference. Yeah, yeah. Go and tell us what you oh, think yeah. the subject is. It's okay if you're wrong. Just know it's okay if you're wrong. We'll only think of you as a small, silly little man boy, but it's okay. <laughs> well, get ready to think of me that way
0: i have absolutely no idea what this is what was your thought through each round i guess at the end of the first
1: round what were you thinking
0: into the first round i'm thinking small things that can be thrown okay okay Okay. second round i was just thinking things that can be found in a house <laughs> <laughs> and third round i have no idea what the pistol and the car have have to do with each other okay yeah mm-hmm. no that's that, that makes own. sense tracks <laughs> <laughs> I kind of made that hard on you. Now, I'm just going to say these are all things that can be found in your yard or your house. I don't... I mean... Man, you, you think our creativity is that <laughs> low
2: that we were like, let's just draft things around.
0: My, my thing is, though... Is that I I know your creativity and it's so it's so high and so specific. <laughs> There's honestly zero chance that I'm that, that I'm getting that.
2: Well, do you want to know? Do you want to know what the, the subject I'd, of the I'd draft I'd love was? to. I'd love to. It was your first guess. Yeah. If you stuck with your gun, it was number one. The a working gun. <laughs> it was things that you could throw at somebody to hurt them. Oh. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> you got it the first time around, and okay, then you, you okay. second guessed yourself. So you chose a kettlebell, which yep. arguably a great thing to mean, throw at somebody sure, if you want yeah, to bring yeah. them pain.
1: Uh, you chose your wife. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> Not a lot of people had her going second. I'll <laughs> say that. <laughs>
2: I don't I don't think so. <laughs> I feel like that would be a wrestling move situation where you yeah. pick mm-hmm. her up above yeah. your like Hulk yeah. Hogan mm-hmm. and you kinda of toss her across a table. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's I can see where that might be a little that bit That or as
1: like difficult. a a meat shield situation <laughs> where you're, you're throwing her in front of a bullet. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Well
0: let's go on to, to round uh round three when Zach drafted his car. Okay, yeah. that's why see, that I was, said I was, I was taking it first. a more
2: figurative approach to this verb. I was it maybe you're not throwing it in the sense of uh with your arm but you are throwing it in the sense of you are moving it very quickly toward an individual so oh, yeah. i just needed something to throw you off a little bit and you, you did st- you, you got did. the you got the subject yeah. immediately when we, I had like, to crap. Uh. we had to yeah i had to think of something else to throw different. you off but, um, I guess
0: I gave y'all too much
2: credit on that. You gave us, you yeah, gave us too much credit. Uh, let's talk about your third pick, though, a Weber grill. A Weber grill, uh, yeah. I It could work. Can be thrown. A, uh, no, question An is, unexpected creative thing to throw at somebody,
1: yeah, yeah. for sure. The question is, was this recently cooked on? Are there still embers? Yeah, in the group. That's a
0: good point. That would be cool. I, you know, if I would have known the topic, I would have probably said, uh, "Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely, yeah. still hot, with possibility of
2: projectile coals <laughs> coming out." It makes it more dramatic as it's being thrown. You yeah. know, I, I like that. We need to talk about Evans. He has a gun, but it doesn't work. So he's just throwing a gun at something. I don't want it to actually fire. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: had to that, was, it. that was <laughs> that was very specific, and I couldn't understand what you were saying. <laughs> I mean I guess if you sh- if you fire the gun you're throwing bullets yeah, I don't want to throw bullets. I want to throw the gun. You just want okay, to all the gun. right.
1: Yeah. I feel like I don't the, want to murder the person. In a situation, Evan would just
2: empty the gun, and they'd be like, "What are you doing?" And you just feel, see, see all the bullets clinking, clanking <laughs> on the ground, and he just tosses it at somebody. And it's like, like what a crazy person. Yeah. Is. <laughs> yeah,
0: they start. If if you're having a standoff with somebody and they see you unloading your gun, <laughs> taking the trigger and the hammer out, they yeah. are they, they are gonna run because you're they don't know what's coming going on. Yeah, <laughs> you're
2: like this guy's too nuts. There you go. Three things Alan would throw at somebody. But a kettlebell, his wife, and a grill, a Weber grill. That's there I we mean, are that's a uh, who do you think wins? You know? I, yeah, who do you think <laughs> wins here? I, we'll do like last time. We'll do a method of voting where we each choose the uh, one of the other two people to win the the draft. So Evan, between me and Alan. Who do you think? Who do you think won? I had uh, a, a almost like a, a David and Goliath slingshot mm-hmm. with a rock tied to a string. That was a hard one for me to envision. I didn't know if there was a hole within
0: the rock that a string was tied around. I don't know too much about sling, like old yeah. school slingshots, mm-hmm. so okay. That, okay. that's what I went with. Yeah. yeah
2: second, I had a the family cat, and last I had a vehicle. That was figuratively thrown at somebody. Uh, And Alan, you had a kettlebell, um, your wife, and a Weber grill. Who's winning that draft? This is a tough one because
1: I don't love the figurative car. Um, Yeah, I knew that would would dock me some points. Quite a bit of a stretch. Yeah, yeah, I knew that would dock me some points. And Alan's Alan's is strong until you get to round two. Yeah. And there would just be... it's a tougher thing to throw. Sure, absolutely, but I think weighing the pros of uh, your other two rounds is what it comes down to. So Weber grill, a kettlebell for Alan, and then a versus g- a, a family a cat and a, a cat rock tied a to, a rock a string. to a string. <laughs> now I'm, I think I'm going to have to give Alan the. Uh, not on sense. this one, just yeah. his are heavier, you yeah. Know? They are heavier. The kettlebell's a
2: that's a great that was, pick. That, that was good. That There's was definitely a great pick. Mm-hmm. There's
1: more metal coming from Alan. That's yeah, all I gotta say. That makes sense.
2: Um, that's embarrassing that I lost to somebody that didn't know the draft, <laughs> but uh, that's fine. <laughs> all right, Alan, between Evan and I, who's winning? I had rock tied to a string, a cat, and a figuratively thrown car. Uh, Evan had a cactus, a rotund small, small cactus, rotund cactus. <laughs> very specific,
1: a, a gun that is out of ammo and has <laughs> doesn't work. Yes. Completely unloaded. All firing mechanisms removed. Yeah. And, and a statue, a bust of Ron And a bust Burgundy. of Ron Burgundy. That's right. Who's winning? I like all of Evans
0: except for the gun that can't fire anything but also has everything else removed. It's just the frame of a gun and it it just, honestly, the it choice does, makes it, no sense. It still hurts. Yeah. You,
1: get, you ever been pistol whipped? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, it's not it's not fun. Your pistol toss.
0: Um, I think that there was just if if we're if we're giving away you know OKs for figurative throwing of the car, you could figuratively have thrown bullets. Yeah,
2: I mean that would have been interesting. Yeah.
0: I think I, I think that that's a you missed can literally opportunity. Throw
2: bullets. Oh, I do
0: like the cat though. I think the cat wins it for me because really that oh. cat is alive. Yeah. yeah. None of Evan's picks, you know, cactus is alive, but what's it going to do? <laughs> I don't know. It puncture you.
2: <laughs> yeah. It has spikes on <laughs> but it. But it's exactly what a cat's going to do. Yeah. cat's just kind mm. of a living, like a, a mammal cactus, if you think about it. And yeah, they're
0: a <laughs> they're a wild card. Yeah. Because you no one ever knows what a cat's going to do. I'm going to give it to Zach because of the
2: cat. <laughs> All right. So for me. So I have a couple options. I have a couple thoughts. I really like the... I like Evan's gun situation. It is unhinged. Like, it's just... You're unloading a gun in front of somebody just to throw the gun at them. It's nuts. That's a crazy person. That is, yeah. I also like throwing your wife. Uh, I think that's mm-hmm, cool. Yeah. I think I like the WWE wrestling feel of it. Mm-hmm. And also, if you throw your wife—not yours specifically, Alan—but if you throw your wife, not only do you get hit by a, a human, you also get a nagging element to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like you, you get, did you clean the carport? You know, like, you get that <laughs> after you get bopped in the head by a human. You make them feel bad you about it. You make them it, yeah. feel bad. And on top of that, you have a Weber grill that could have embers in it and the kettlebell. I'm giving my nod to Alan. Mm. I think Alan has won the first mystery draft as the person who is in the dark. Yeah, as the person who was in the dark. That, you know, that's dark humor. That, that is, that, that, that's, that's, that's the dark
1: humor we're dark known humor. for here. Yeah. And,
0: yeah, and I'd like to think... Uh, Everybody who's given me so much support over the years, I'm just coming up with just nonsense things. Um, a lot of people said that I was off topic. Uh, I didn't even know the topic tonight. So I'm going
2: to say get over it if you ever said that. Um, well, congratulations, Alan. I hope you go home to Katie, your wife, and. Tell her about how you won won something tonight. I bet that's going to be big for her.
0: Well, she was involved, you know. She was she was one of the <laughs> she, she was one of the one of the guesses she unintentionally was
2: an <laughs> piece of this. But hey, that's impressive. There you go. The second questionable detour draft. I think I think we'll keep on with the mystery draft. I like that a lot.
1: That's fun. Yeah, it's All in right. the books and it's on the books. It's, I have, I'm betting on this. So <laughs> okay. it's uh the odds are pretty rough in my favor right now, uh, but I put a lot on me. My life savings, the deed of my house. So we'll see how the season plays out for me. Oh, it's you're weird. going for a
2: whole season situation. Yeah. Because you lost tonight, so
1: And here yeah. I was thinking
0: you only bet on horse fighting. <laughs> Is that not true anymore? It's horse?
1: not in season. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Y'all live more interesting lives than me. <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta get you into cock racing, you know. Cock racing <laughs>
0: All right, well, that uh, mystery draft was a lot of fun. I It's always fun when you win. Super happy to take home this win. Uh, can't now wait you know to be I
1: back. Yeah.
2: I'm the only one who hasn't won it. I'm uh, walking, walking in uh, big shoes to fill here. This doesn't really count with yours, though, because you knew the draft. <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah. Alan didn't right. <laughs> know the draft, and he still won. Right.
1: He won a mystery
0: draft. I won a normal draft. Like a lot of people say about me in life is he came at it with a disadvantage. <laughs> But anyways, uh, moving right along to our next segment. So guys, I know we're we're all up on the news and everything, but sometimes there's stories that uh, that we just miss. So it's always good to have somebody else looking out for us um and our boys over at qdnpr have a uh, have something to tell us about apparently norway is rebuilding a reindeer fence at the border <laughs> to stop animals from strolling over into russia
2: i would have never known about this thankfully the qdnpr guys are around to tell us about i think it's a very hot topic they're always so on the glad pulse. they're on it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I can't read these headlines, mostly because of my illiteracy, but also sure. because my just disinterest. I would
1: completely ignore any headline. I yeah. see. <laughs> so what, what thing even is here. the news? Unless it involves us, I don't read it, yeah. right? Or That's unless true. it's in That's a true. soft, sultry voice like yeah. our QDMPR. Like we always we listen, listen to what they
2: have. to we say. Always, but we get. We always need. We need to thank them. We need to write them a card. Mm, yeah. yeah, maybe you know, sign our names and tell them thank you. A but Should we can't, can't sign our names because we can't write. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> Should we get them a gift card though? Should we get it? Where would we get the QDMPR? As a gift card, they seem like uh, Buffalo Wild Wing a buff- type guys. A B Doves guy. Barnes <laughs> and
0: Nobles crowd.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like coffee coffee joint. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking maybe a red lobster. Yeah. Mm. I mean, Just going to like get them a cheddar biscuit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, let's tune into the QD MBR. Welcome to QDNPR. I am Zacchesius I'm joined here with Evanescence and Alejandro. Today we are going international. We are speaking on the topic of Norway creating a new fence to keep their reindeers within their borders. This has been a hot topic for the Norwegian people as they do not want their animals becoming Russian. They don't speak Russian, they don't believe the Russian people exist, and they don't want their animals to become who they hate. Now, I'm gonna pass it to Alejandro, who is a Norwegian expert. Now, Alejandro, what's going on over there on the border of Norway and Russia? Thank you, Zacchesius. I am standing
0: on the border between Norway and Russia. There are Norwegians fighting Russians for the security and safety of their reindeer. While some Norwegians fight the Russians, others hastily put up a fence to secure and wrangle those reindeer. I believe we just spoke with one Norwegian that said, uh, We're putting up this fence. Yeah. <laughs> and the Norwegians are really worried about the spread of communists to the reindeer.
2: That is a dramatic situation. I'm going to pass it over to Evanescence, who has been keeping up with the illegal reindeer immigration that has been happening over the Russian border. Evanescence, what seems to be the common beliefs about how Norway does not want illegal reindeer immigration?
1: Thank you, Zacchaeus. Norway's up in arms about these reindeer flooding into Russia. It's 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 not good because they're losing their population, for one. Two, if the reindeer aren't there, who's going to pay taxes? right? Iran- Right. Second of all, they don't want to lose these reindeer to Putin's regime that is currently fighting a war against Ukraine. He's already started a small unit of these reindeer militants <laughs> called the Raindown Unit. And it is negatively inf- impacting the war against Ukraine. So the Norwegians really want to rein these deer in, put up the fence, keep the reindeer in, so they can't fight Putin's war for him because they don't know any better right now. That is a very serious
2: subject when you think about the ramifications to NATO and the war in Ukraine. Uh, Reindeers sh- with machine guns strapped to their sides, just with a rubber band tied to the, the trigger, just firing off with automatic weapons. It is decimating the Ukraine army. Now, I, I hear that Alejandro has now moved to Ukraine. <laughs> He has boots on the ground in Ukraine. Anhandra, what are you seeing from the new fighting units of Russian-Norwegian reindeers?
0: Yes, Putin's Norwegian-Russian reindeer force (laughs) has hooves on the ground, and they are steadily fighting the Ukrainians, and it's safe to say that a tide has turned in this war. Ukraine is outnumbered. We have spoken with um, Ukrainian Santa Claus, as he, uh, he
2: has opinions about the
0: use of reindeer in a war against him um.
2: uh, actually Alan Hundro, I think we have a sound bit from the Ukrainian Santa Claus speaking about the situation of Norwegian Russian reindeer so we're gonna go and play that
0: this is Ukrainian Santa I plead with you Norwegian reindeer do not fight Ukraine Ukraine is peaceful Ukraine is good Putin is a bad guy he's not a good guy not, there's never been a good person from that country do not support them, we beg of you.
2: <laughs> Those are very, very serious and solemn words spoken by the Ukrainian Santa Claus about the reindeer. Now, Evanescence, you, maybe you can speak on maybe the bright side to this situation that gives people hope. Is, it, is there more bright side than how cool reindeer with guns strapped to them could be?
1: <laughs> yeah, while well, having militant reindeer with machine guns strapped to their sides, firing bullets into nothing is very cool. Sure, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give Russia that. That's cool. Very creative idea Very creative. by the Russians. Great, way, great use of nature. Losing a war really
2: causes that. you to be creative. Yeah. Yeah,
1: they're, <laughs> they were at their wits' end, but they found it. They found their saving grace. But the bright side of this... Is Norway's now really starting to realize the effect that reindeer have on their economy?
0: Well, now reindeer are really moving into lower-income neighborhoods in Russia, and they're they're uh, they're flipping homes. Um, their coffee shops are starting to spring up, and the the cost of living in Russia has risen steadily. But we think it's probably for the best.
2: Well, here's a soundbite from a Russian poor person on the gentrification of their neighborhoods. you God, <laughs> I can't afford the rent anymore. <laughs> wow, you can feel the emotion of that poor Russian as they see their neighborhoods get gentrified and they get pushed to the perimeter. Now, many groups have stood up for the the prevention of reindeer going into Russia. Groups like Let's Start Russian the Fence have have made a stand making sure no no more norwegian reindeer enter into russia
0: another group was uh,
1: called uh quit <laughs> they
2: they are also really they're tired of the fence not getting put up <laughs> yeah.
1: and then another group norway they're leaving are <laughs> <laughs> really questioning why these reindeer are leaving in the first place there's no way they want to go into russia yeah
2: they are in disbelief yeah i mean it's a global epidemic yeah. though the whole planet is really looking at the situation and seeing how Norway handles it. But... And
0: where has Rudolph been?
2: <laughs> there, With... ha- there have been questions about the leader of the Norwegian reindeer, Rudolph. He's probably hiding in a hole like Saddam Hussein was.
0: His bright communist red nose, as a beacon to all the reindeer serving valiantly under
1: him. Donner and Vixen have recently spoken out uh, against this fleeing from Norway, pleading with the reindeer, asking them to stay. It has fell deaf ears at this point. But...
2: This is just in. We have a fact: Donner has been assassinated by Rudolph's <laughs> forces. Rudolph needed Donner and Vixen to stop opposing him. What a dramatic update to happen right this second while we're talking about this. <laughs> when will it end? <laughs> the war and bloodshed. If you would like to join a group that helps prevent the immigration of norwegian rangers into russia please go to (laughs) 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 www.stopcom.com but that is it from this story thank you for tuning into qd npr this is Akisius. thank you for tuning into qd npr please tune in next time well all right there you go big time story Huge. Big time story ah, from yes. the world. I'm glad they're there. Otherwise, I would have no idea that there is a <laughs> a communist reindeer fighting a Ukrainian Santa. I've I mean, never what? even heard of Ukraine before, <laughs> so this
1: is all news to me.
2: The fact that you've never heard of Ukraine and there's a Ukrainian Santa is baffling.
1: It's I wasn't wild. even sure reindeer were actual animals. Yeah, that's... I, I thought, thought they, they were, were mythical, like mm-hmm. mythical mm-hmm. beasts. Yes, yeah, I thought the, they were like a Bigfoot. Santa rose mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. power.
2: <laughs> But uh, man, thank you, QD and PR BR, for bringing us the front news headlines—the headlines that matter, mm-hmm. the headlines that yeah. played impact on our lives in the United States. <laughs> well, all right, uh,
1: one-liner wisdom, Evan. What do you have for the people? You can turn on a light for a man and light his path, mm. but you can teach a man how to turn on a light, and he may hyperfixate on it if he's has autism. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. He might turn it on multiple times, and you know, OCD kind of situation. Yeah.
2: I agree. <laughs> that works for a very specific crowd. <laughs> I mean. It's wise. <laughs> yeah. All right, Alan, what's your one liner wisdom? You can't pick
0: up a pickup truck, but you can pick up your trash, you litterer.
2: <laughs> You've been big on the, litter, yeah. the
0: littering. You were
2: worried about everybody just screwing up the planet.
0: My shirts just say environment on <laughs> it. She I want people the, to know what I'm about. You wear
2: the trash that you find on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's, called, uh, it's called recycling. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's one step recycling right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, there you go. Uh, have a hypothetical. Need advice from the three wisest people alive? Go ahead and write in. Podcast at gmail.com But there you go, guys. Y'all want to be done?
0: Yes. Sure, sure, sure. Here's Ukrainian center, We give children shovel. We give them pickaxe. At age 5 they go to mine. <laughs> they don't come out of mine until they are 21.
1: <laughs> I- Expect the detour.